Hey Thumpers, welcome to our spoiler review of Marvel Store Ragnarok! <laughs> Ragnarok. The, I don't know how many how many is film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, let's do that uh, math real quick. Let's nope, see. we're not no, going to do that Hector, math. Hector, we're right, trying to work on this. The third minutes, movie Brock. in the trilogy, this one comes from director Taika Waititi, who's doing a bit more of a comedic approach, I would say, yeah, to the yeah, Thor movies. Yeah. 17. That's that's what 17. it means. Good job. Yep. Good, Good job. job. Good job, Hector. That would make sense because Spider-Man was 16. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so we did a non-spoiler review. So if you want to watch that, make sure you check that out. We'll link in the description and I'll, I'll tag it so you guys yeah. know where to watch that. Yeah. But this is spoilers. So consider yourself warned. If you haven't seen the movie, it's your fault that you clicked this video. It's spoilers right off the bat. So exactly, don't exactly. even pretend like we didn't warn you. Exactly. First up. First up, those cameos. Everybody at the dies. Everybody. <laughs> those cameos at the beginning of the movie. I just had to look up the name of the Hemsworth brother oh, that oh. played Thor in the play on Asgard. Mm-hmm. They got another Hemsworth, not Liam, but Luke Hemsworth, yeah. who people may He's know from brother. Westworld, yeah. who Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson's also yes, in. Yes, she's on Westworld She's as well. in that. Mm-hmm. Um, but Luke Hemsworth, is that okay that that's happening? Yes. Okay, great. Luke Hemsworth <laughs> played Thor. Matt Damon uh-huh. played Loki. Was Loki? Was Loki, yeah. And, uh, and spoilers for everybody who's in this house right now. And Sam Neill, our buddy Sam Neill. Yeah, you got to get the hell out of here, guys. Yeah, get out of here we're if doing. you haven't seen this movie. There's like 30 people walking around right now. Nobody's our friend, seen the movie yet. Sam Neill, uh, Dr. Alan Grant played Odin yes. in a really yeah. quick little cameo. Yeah. God, I love that so much. It was much. great. It was so great. What was so great about that scene is it was recreating the death scene from Thor The Dark World, yeah. the very yeah. overly dramatic, yeah. which I think is a great, well-acted little m- scene and probably the best part of that movie. Mm-hmm. But still, we were talking about this last time, the very overly dramatic scene and playing it up because it works as a refresher. Yeah. But it also is like this, of course, Loden as Oki would put on this play for himself. Or of of so it all works. It all works. You get great cameos. Yeah. Matt Damon's a part of the Marvel Cinematic mm-hmm. Universe now. He mm-hmm. plays some random Asgardian, yep. which is the funniest. Yep. Which is hilarious. It's he's so hilarious. Whether yeah. he survived he, or not, he that's probably died. He, he probably, probably died, died because yeah. we didn't see the rest of the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any of those he people. most likely died. Those actors, Hella killed those actors first. Yeah, yeah. she killed everybody. Took them out. But yeah. um, God, I thought it was so funny, so smart, and a great way to, again, point at the last movie and go, we're not doing this. Right. We're not right. going to try this. Right. This is Taika Waititi's film. Yeah. We're trying to do some humor. We're trying trying, this is going to be a different okay. tone. Get so ready. The last, the non-spoiler trailer review we, or review we did was kind of all over the place. So let's mm-hmm. hit some topics here. Okay. So what was y'all's favorite part of the movie first off the bat? Oh, I mean, favorite parts of the movie. There was a lot to really appreciate in this movie. I really liked Sakaar. I really liked sort of that world that it was building. I really appreciated the Grand Master. I thought Jeff Goldblum was so mm-hmm. perfectly mm-hmm. cast as that character. Mm-hmm. He was this really big sort of over-the-top character, but that's who Jeff Goldblum is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't put yeah. Jeff Goldblum in your movie and not kind of expect that. They knew what they were getting with that character. Yeah, but mm-hmm. even yeah. though he is kind of over-the-top, it's not done to the point where I'm irritated and kind of bored and sick and tired of watching him. Um, I really, honestly, like all the the acting from all the actors I thought was great. I like Hemsworth as Thor mm-hmm. still. I like Hiddleston as Loki still. I really like the addition of Tessa Thompson as Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. I think Absolutely. With, with what she Absolutely. was given, she did a really great job. Mark Ruffalo is always a treat as the Hulk. Um, he was really, str- I felt like he was really strong in this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's a really nice way to sort of start the arc of this character, which is going to now progress from this movie to Infinity War to yeah. potentially the fourth Avengers movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so I think those are like the really high points f- for me in terms of the characters. Hector, mm-hmm. what do you think, buddy? My favorite part, I, a couple of parts come to mind. I love when we are introduced to 
Carl uh, uh, Urban's character Scourge, yes. and he's got a shake weight. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, he's like, "Here's my stuff." You mean and Bert he's Jennings? Got, he's got a shake weight. I mean Bert Jennings. So yeah. by the way, Bert saw the movie, and uh, everybody was telling him, "You have to dress up like this yeah. character Scourge." And he's like, "All right, all right." Went to go see it. And he's like, "Yeah, I'm in." Like, yeah, he's, yeah. he's, he's gonna do he it. He was like, "Am I watching he's, a mirror?" Yeah, he's gonna do it. So <laughs> I love that moment. I love the part where, um, God dang it, the 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 flashback that Valkyrie had where oh, Hella was because it was, was like yeah. this that operatic was like it yeah. was a painting yeah. um, I love the moment where um, where uh, Hulk does this to Thor when he, he does, does the, the Loki thing, thing he did the Loki like, and it it's up. almost Loki's the same like, that's how it feels yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's almost the same animation or keyframe it yeah. felt like yeah. it was so purposely mm-hmm. done to mimic that exact mm-hmm. moment and I also love at the end we we're talking about how much we rooted for Thor at the end where he's getting killed by Hella or like you know captured that he has those like that ratatouille moment yeah that anton ego where it's odin he's just like boy so you've had it in you all along and summons the lightning so mm-hmm. those are all my favorite parts my absolute favorite 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 part is the opening the first time immigrant song plays when he is in surter's realm and mm-hmm. thor is just the greatest that whole scene i was like grinning from ear to ear just like fuck this is this is the best thor movie that's ever happened and it's just this scene lit so that's my favorite part of the movie is the opening with Surtur. That is absolutely my favorite part as well. <sighs> Mainly because we finally got Led Zeppelin, like official Led Zeppelin music in a movie, which is awesome. Yeah. This The opening to that movie surpassed the Guardians 1 opening movie, mm-hmm. which also had me grinning like an idiot too. Yeah. That movie <laughs> made me so happy right off the bat. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. Yeah. the fact that it was Immigrant Song and the fact that they changed Thor's fighting style too, where he was really... You feel like this time that he's working with the hammer and he's working yeah. with this lightning mm-hmm. and, and you feel that like this is how a guy who really has lightning and a hammer would fight. Mm-hmm. And specifically, there's a scene at the end, too, where they're fighting on the bridge. There's a scene where he's jumping up in the air. He doesn't have his hammer anymore. He's punching a guy. Lightning comes down from the sky, hits the guy while he's punching him. And then three more bolts come down around him to hit other guys. Yeah, that's how you use lightning. Like, that's how you fight when with Thor bolts. finally has full power of yes. the lightning hole. Right. Shit. It's 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 impressive yeah. and it made me fall in love with this Thor character. Like this Thor character is my favorite. This arc is my favorite of of the Thor series. Yeah. Um, and it was smart to take away his hammer because right. again, we're talking about Absolutely. how do you make a character who's too powerful? Right. How do you how do you do that? Where, so right at the beginning, yeah. Hella crushed it and it's a yeah. thing where you're on your own, yeah. you have no power, you have no hammer, do you know, handle, it. handle, handle it. it. And yeah. I also like smart. Um, I really like Korg. I really like sort of the development uh, that that they had on, uh, I guess, War World. What do we call this planet? Sakaar. We- Sakaar. Sakaar? Okay, yeah. we call it Sakaar, yeah. Um, and I think it's War World because I've been reading the comics. Right. But I, I like that they threw us as much of a bone as we're going to get with Planet Hulk mm-hmm. because we don't really get – we're not going to get a Planet Hulk movie. Right. I, and, and I've been a huge Hulk fan my whole life, and I feel like watching Hulk talk – the, for the first yeah. time was kind of jarring. I was like, wait, we've seen a mindless monster for the past, you know, seven, eight years. And right. now we see him forming sentences and we see him like playing jokes on Thor. I mean, he's like, essentially like what? A two year old kid. The yeah. Kind of. Kid, when, yeah. when Tessa Thompson asked him, Hey, Hey Thor or Hulk, what have you been up to? He's all winning. Yeah. I'm like, that's <laughs> awesome. Like that's, that's a great answer. So yeah. at first it was jarring, but they do such a good job of making that character feel like a, sort of like a fleshed out Hulk character mm-hmm. that, that I really enjoyed that whole like 
It feels Korg. like he's been Hulk for two years. Yeah, right. exactly. And Korg's funniest moment it was at the end. Where he's like, "Oh, Meek's dead, man. I've just been counting around because yeah. I've stepped on him, and I feel so bad about it. And he's and I've just been counting around all yeah. day. And then Meek wakes up. He's like, "Oh, he's alive, he's you guys. Still- he's still alive. That's cool, man. Like that was the funny. We were it all just so like, great. Oh, he it died. Was so great. Yeah, wow, he's alive. So <laughs> fucking funny. Yeah. You're like, oh, God. I thought I didn't care about Meek, but I yeah. do care about Meek. I think, but I think you're right. Though. I think this is probably like one of the strongest arcs we've had for the Hulk because he has. Not that he's been sidelined in the other movies, but because there are so many, because there are so many characters, right? He hasn't really been had the opportunity to really have a chance to grow. Right. We, we get little shades of it, but this is the first time that Hulk has really had an opportunity to be the co-star of a yeah. movie. Yeah, and it's going to continue on hopefully this way for him as a character. I really I, hope so. I really want to see. I really want to see Mark Ruffalo do more as the Hulk. Same. And I feel like this was an opportunity to really sort of. Let that character breathe and live in this world, and I really enjoy it. I want to see him thrive because it's going to open up the world to Grey Hulk and Red Hulk and She-Hulk and the Hulklings and everybody. You know, yeah. like, mm. let's show some more love to Hulk so we can see all the really cool stuff that's inside of Hulk's yeah, universe. Yeah, universal. Never going to happen. And, and, no. and so those are, those are sort of, sort of my yeah. favorite things. How yeah. did you guys feel about... Uh, sort of the inclusion of like the 80s theme and, and sort of the whole visuals, huge visual change that Taika Waititi did with this. I, I actually really liked it. I think visually it was a very visually striking movie. Mm-hmm. And I think going forward, the Marvel Universe ha- ha- kind of has to do that. Yeah. I think phase two, a lot of what we got kind of felt and looked the same. Like it all kind of blended together. Absolutely. Whereas mm-hmm. with Guardians, Spider-Man, and this movie now, you have three very unique styles right, right. that coexist in the same world. But in, in even though that... Thor Ragnarok and Guardians of the Galaxy 2 are both movies that take place in outer space. Mm-hmm. Visually, they are very strikingly different. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One is one is very, very punchy mm-hmm. in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Thor Ragnarok is a little more subtle, but it has like that dirt and grime and sort of lived in yeah. feel when you especially when you're well, on Sakaar. Guardi- Guardians that. is more like psychedelic almost. Yeah. Like the yeah. colors yeah. are more psychedelic. Ethereal, yes. like, and then yeah. Hulk is like yeah, like you're saying, gritty, like more, more lived in, yeah. more, you know, the it, colors but still pop, has, but yeah. it still is vibrant and it yes. has sort of that like that old comic book sort of look and feel that I think people it's very were Kirby. To have. You can yeah. see the Kirby influences Absolutely. on the costumes and in the background, and we saw it in the trailers and yeah, you know. costume design so, yeah. was awesome. The costume design was, was incredible. I thought it was really yeah. good. Grandmaster, yeah. like Grandmaster, really yeah. pops. Yeah, and I think Absolutely. that's what really makes kind of you buy into the idea of a Grandmaster. Yeah. He's very sort of elegant. And he's mm. got like this really punchy color to him. Mm. The armor looked. Awesome. Goldblum was when hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Yep. Fighting. yep. Really, really they, cool. They really, suit was awesome. they really did a good job. I think overall the design of this movie was very, like, it was very well thought out to me. Like, mm-hmm. even though inside of Hulk's room where everything was red and white, even though Hulk calls it out, he's like, this is this is hideous. Just pick a color. Yeah. Right. Where everything's like red and white. I'm like, I agree. <laughs> like, this room is super tacky. But yeah. at the same time, you did a good job of differentiating yourself. Mm-hmm from the rest of the movies because as I go back and when I watch these these other Marvel movies on on TV it takes me a minute to realize what movie I'm actually watching because visually they're all exactly the same yeah. and it's hard to tell like am I watching Captain yeah. America 2 am I watching Civil War am a I watching Iron Man a frame of Thor Ragnarok is going to be Thor Ragnarok exactly. you see a frame of it you're like oh I know which, yeah. I know which Thor yeah. that is I know which Marvel movie that yeah. is yeah yeah I, and, I, and, and I really applaud Marvel for taking this ri- they took a huge risk on Taika Waititi, super yeah. super far, and it's just it's it's something that we don't normally see, and I hope this movie makes a shit ton of money because we need to support Taika Waititi first of all. That man's amazing, and and we need to support more more movies where people are taking risks because mm-hmm. you get stuff like Thor Ragnarok. Let's talk about the thing that I think people are m- mostly saying was the weaker element of the movie. I feel like it could basically be Asgard. 
when mm. we would sort of cut back to mm. Asgard, to Hela, to yeah. uh, Heimdall, to the mm. Warriors Three, mm-hmm. who are killed pretty much instantly. And I want to talk a little bit about that. Sif is not in the movie. No. Where the Sif fuck is Sif? is not in the movie. That was like my biggest question when the movie she's ended. She's hanging out like, with Wonder what? Woman, y'all, <laughs> hiding for 100 years. Yeah, right. Here's my, maybe, my theory on that, because I want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling, logistically speaking, Jamie Alexander, who plays Sif, was doing the show Blindspot and literally couldn't, couldn't, do, do, couldn't do the show or couldn't do the movie. And instead of having her killed off super quick or a little cameo or mm-hmm. trying to, you know, whatever, they're just like, let's leave her out so that we could maybe address it later. Mm-hmm. Sif has visited the Earth in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show. Mm-hmm. Sif, in the comic books, has also been one to leave Asgard and journey into space and meet Better Ray Bill and team up with him while Thor's doing his thing on Earth. And while So, like, at the beginning of this movie, Thor's gone mm-hmm. for a long period of time, or he, he, he comes and goes, that... I'm thinking maybe story-wise, they could run into Sif later and be like, mm-hmm. where were you? I was looking for you. What happened? Oh, all of Asgard mm-hmm. died. You know? yeah. So like, yeah. that's my only theory. And also this. The character of, of uh, Valkyrie is essentially could have been Sif. Could have been. Imagine if the opening of the movie happens when Thor lands on this place, Sif collects him mm-hmm. and takes him to the... Like, the role could have been Sif. Now, mm-hmm. here's a theory why I think it wasn't. was because maybe scheduling, but also to bring in Valkyrie is to answer a fan thing from the marvel cinematic universe not enough black women not enough women of color not enough diversity with these Mm -hmm. kinds of with with the amount of movies that have been happening with the types of lead roles and supporting roles and everything like that that there's a lack of representation in that Mm -hmm. department Mm -hmm. hot off of creed kevin feige went and plucked every fucking person from that movie Mm -hmm. so let's get the director including Mm -hmm. the director so it's like let's get tessa thompson Mm -hmm. all of them were upcoming stars they even got sliced alone in guardians 2 Mm -hmm. like literally everybody from that movie so Tessa Thompson, and now she's got a role, and now we're going to create this role and craft it around her. And, and could that have been Sif? Yeah, but the problem with Sif is that she's a white woman mm-hmm. and wouldn't necessarily add to this. And I think that it's something that that character could have worked, but look at what Taika Waititi has done with his own film career and the types of story he tells, mm-hmm. and look at even what he did with The Warriors 3. Mm-hmm. Now, they were, they were unceremoniously killed off mm-hmm. pretty quickly, but except who was the last one alive? Hogan the Grim, the mm-hmm. Asian guy. Mm-hmm. And he stood toe-to-toe with Hela for like a beat and then got taken out. Oh, he was the last one to die. He was the last one to die. And I think that that might be Taika going in the grand scheme of film. Whenever they're supporting characters in diverse casts, who are the ones who... The diverse ones are the first to go. Thank you. Who are the ones that generally get the most shortchanged? Hogan the Grimm basically got sidelined in Thor the Dark World. Mm -hmm. So maybe this was Taika's way of being like, dude, I'm going to make it up to you because at the beginning of Thor the Dark World, you go away. Mm -hmm. And then later, Fandral does a cool thing. You know, Volstag does a cool thing, and there's no Hogan. Mm-hmm. So there's really already no Warriors 3 because right. you were sidelined. Right. And at the very end, you look up, and that's your that's the whole... So, like, yeah. and look at the role that Heimdall was given, a little bit more expanded. We took the helmet off. Let's show Idris Elba's face. Mm-hmm. The thing about Idris he is, like... So short change in this he movie. did, but, again, compared to the other Thor movies, kind of given more to yeah. do. Yeah, absolutely. And this I, is, like, the first I, time people could actually watch the movie and go, oh, that's Idris Elba. And yeah. I feel like, again, that's yeah. Taika thinking about this kind of stuff. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I just, I want to talk about that, those characters, because it definitely is, like less with them because we're bringing in these new characters. Right. And does it do a disservice to the world of Thor? I mean, I was, I honestly was really disappointed with the death of the Warriors 3. I was hoping that those characters, because especially in the first movie, they were so prominent to Thor's story. Mm-hmm. There's Thor's, best friends. Yeah, best friends, best of friends. Like, they they basically are like the supporting cast of Thor on Asgard. In, in Thor The Dark World, I honestly don't even remember that movie enough to remember what those characters did. <laughs> exactly. I mean, completely honest. Exactly. Fair. But, I mean, n- knowing knowing the first Thor movie that well and kind of seeing the 
the role that they played, yeah, I want these characters to kind of have pivotal death scenes. Like, I want them to be the final line of defense An between honorary death the Asgardians yeah. and Hela. Yeah. Like, I want them to be the, the first ones to go because they are the first ones on the battlefield. Yeah. To have Hogan there... And to have let him have sort of a mm-hmm. battle scene with Hela was awesome. Yeah, I loved that, and I thought like out of the three, he was the one who actually got like the most ceremonious sort of death. Mm-hmm. But I was really disappointed with how they treated the other there's, two. There's no reason that all three of them couldn't have been at that final fight because they were mm-hmm. all going to die no matter what, right. you know. And and I agree with you for for the most part that. It was just kind of like a, a, a side it story. Really, they like, just really, really matter. pushed them to the side, and yeah. it really didn't matter in the long run. But I understand why they killed the Warriors 3, because sure. otherwise you would have had Thor calling on his best friends to come and help out, totally. where instead they made room for Hulk to be the guy, for right. Korg to come right. in, so for that's Meeks the balance to come in. We're so there's, about. there's yeah. the balance. And I'm totally fine with those characters dying. Like yeah, I, I'm, sure. not, I'm not against those characters, but again, to me it was like, right. and this is a lot of my issues with the movie, is like, I didn't... I didn't care. They're legendary yeah, guardians. You know, they should have had it. Right. And even for somebody who like doesn't understand or doesn't know all of the Thor mythology, mm-hmm. that one movie did enough for me to be like, okay, cool. These are pivot. These are important to Thor. Like, like pitch. What if they had lived and they're with Heimdall? They're running around. They're helping the Asgardians. And right. at the end of the film, Hela still kills them. Right. But you, sure. you know what I mean. But it's a little bit yeah. more epic. And then Thor sees it. And he's like, no. Maybe the yeah. Warriors Three are each sort of like hiding Asgardians in different places. Right. And Hela right. goes and, and wipes them out. Unite. Sure. Exactly. Like, so there's different cool. things. It could have been done, and I'm gonna spoiler. I'm gonna pitch something to you guys because this is what I thought was gonna happen uh-huh. at the end of this movie. I thought all the Asgardians were gonna die. I thought Thor was gonna call upon the power of the Odin Force, mm. which he now technically is the All Father. Right. He has inherited the role of King of Asgard. Mm-hmm. The Odin Force is this near omnipotent, nigh omnipotent source of cosmic energy that you can draw into yourself and do certain things. Thor will now have to succumb to the Odin sleep mm-hmm. periodically because of it. Blah 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 blah. In the comic books, this has happened. Thor has gotten the Odin Force. And when all the Asgardians are dead because of Ragnarok, he resurrects them, mm-hmm. brings them to Earth. Now, in the movie, they were hinting at Norway. Fine. In the comics, it was above Oklahoma. Right. Right? It was, flo- it was Asgard, which was so dope. Just inches above Oklahoma. I thought that he was going to bring everybody back to life and bring back Loki as a 13-year-old boy as a way to go, Tom Hiddleston, you've crushed it. Now we're going to continue the story of Loki, but now he's a 13-year-old actor. Reset yeah. it a little bit. But I thought that... I heard rumors Heimdall was going to die because yeah. Idris Elba wanted out. He didn't want to be yeah. this lesser role. Maybe Taika pitched him. I'm going to give you a little bit more to do in this movie, mate. Is that cool? And, and maybe Idris was like, yeah, all right, I'll, st- you know, I'll yeah. do that. I'll yeah. stick around. I don't know, but I have a theory. Yeah. Infinity War opens. Thor, Loki, Hulk, Valkyrie, all the Asgardians, Heimdall, are in this ship, and they come across what ship? Thanos' ship? That was with. I think Thanos yeah. is going to wipe those fuckers out. Thor's going to go floating, hurtling into space. The Guardians are going to find him, and he's going to be like, they're all dead. And by the end of that movie, then he will do the resurrection mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling that like all of that shit we're talking about is totally valid in this movie, but I, I do think that they are hopefully aware of it, and will like, mm-hmm. address it later. You know what I mean? And I resurrect the Warriors 3. Resurrect them, and then in the next Thor movie, there's no Hulk in this one. Right. right. And now we're back to oh, supporting. Oh, Sif's here. Mm-hmm. Oh, Valkyrie's sure. also here, but like mm-hmm. Asgard. I don't know. I could happen. I, I'm not. A, I, I think that's a really good pitch. I'm only reason I'm against it because then, if they were to do that and they go and they resurrect Asgard, the Asgardians or the Warriors or whatever, it kind of makes Ragnarok pointless. But that's what Ragnarok is, though. Right. Whenever, whenever Ragnarok happens, there's they always come back it's to circle. life because sure. of the Odin force. It's until, just, until just yeah. Cycle. I just wouldn't necessarily want it to happen this soon. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Not at all. Not I can see that. It takes, it takes millennia yeah. for them to we come could, back. We could feel the deaths right. for a while, right. a movie or two, right. and then Thor 4 opens with him bringing sure. it. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, there's exactly. things they could do with what, it. What, what 
How would you guys feel if if Thor dies in the Infinity War movies and Lady Sif assumes the role? Is that a possibility? Would That'd be dope. That? That'd be dope if they Thor? got Natalie yeah. Portman yeah, to, to, to be Thor. Jane Foster mm-hmm. Thor. Like, yeah, or Better Ray Bill or, you know, some or, other human character. Or the, the frog Thor that they alluded the fro- to they alluded to. <laughs> can, can, can Sif assume the power of Thor? Uh, she, I awesome? think she, I'm sure that in the comic books she's lifted know. it. I just think that, I, I like, in terms of the, the main Thors, right now it's definitely the Jane Foster yeah, version. Yeah. Yeah. But That'd be cool. there's also been Better Ray Bill, who's a yeah. space horse, who yeah, has right, his own right. Stormbreaker I hammer. Just and, if, yeah. I just don't know if Natalie Portman is going to come back. And right again, thing. I don't yeah. think she's coming back until she's pitched the all-female Marvel movie. Right. Exactly. With a female exactly. director. And A-Force. then she'll be like, I'll cameo in that. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh, wait, I get to be Thor? Oh, shit, yeah. There's always a possibility. I still think you could get Hugo Weaving to come back as Red Skull. It just it depends Probably. on who you know mm-hmm. what's the pitch. Mm-hmm. So, but you're right. But uh, I would be down with Sif. I would love to see Sif come back. Mm-hmm. I would love to see Sif and Valkyrie interact. I would like I mean, to you know, see. Like, I would love to see Lady Thor come, Jane Foster yeah. Thor, and Thor the Lady or the Lady Loki. Yeah, resurrected. you know, maybe Thor resurrects him and and she's a woman now. Like, exactly, you know, because you, they're you, you in, know, in you know, one of the the, the, the Ava Green Straczynski run of Thor. Yes, Ava Green. Yeah, from Casino it's, Royale. it's Lady. It's Lady. As Thor. Lady Loki, mm-hmm. or Lady, Lady Loki. Loki. Yeah. She's a Loki. She's Lady Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, just Loki. They just don't call know. her Loki. Just, they don't call her Lady Loki. It's just Loki. There's just, yeah. There's just a lot of possibilities. Yeah. Uh, so, but anyway, that's. But for me, the ending was like the most disappointing aspect of the movie, and not necessarily. I like the thematic idea that Thor comes to that realization that Ragnarok isn't. It shouldn't be something that should be prevented, right? You know, per se, because Asgard isn't Asgard; it's the people. So I like right. that little thematic thing. Right, it right. could have been hit harder mm-hmm. for to make us all cry and go, "Yeah, man, yeah, you're right, you're right, fuck. dude." Asgard is people, dude. Like we could have been crying at that, <laughs> right. but uh, I like that thematic element. But I do think that the ending of them finding a ship and then cutting to like see a next movie is disappointing because yeah. I did want a sort of like a finality, bring them right. to Norway, whatever, whatever. Right. Um, so yeah, so that was the most disappointing stuff. Opening was the best thing for me. Yeah, opening was the best part. Yeah. The, I think the most disappointing part for me definitely was the the that Ragnarok didn't hit as hard as I feel like it should have. But I also feel like like um, what's her face, the villain, um, Hella. Hella, yeah, I can't think of names right now. I didn't think she was as ominous as she should have been. Okay, like she, she she was a badass in this movie and definitely, definitely did her thing. But it just they just didn't give her enough time to breathe and 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 give that. me sort of like the the feeling that like. Oh, she's like legitimately a threat, and then they just kind of cancel her out. We got again; it's all on paper. We got the Cliff Notes version of her. Yeah, yeah. Odin tells them about a sister. She Mm -hmm. shows up, destroys the hammer. Boom! She invades Asgard, Mm -hmm. kills the Warriors Three. Boom! She's sitting on a throne, tells Scourge like, "You're going to be my executioner." Mm -hmm. Boom! And then tries to create Ragnarok at the end. Yeah. So all of it on paper is there, but it's you're there. not wrong that we could have spent more time right. there with Kate Blanchett. There wasn't enough time, to but, spend you know. It so there. yeah, she. But I thought she was next level hotness. Oh, Absolutely, the character she, was killer. Yeah, her, like, her performance was not the problem. Yeah. It yeah. was not the problem. For me, it's never like, been. It's never been about the performance or the actors. It's yeah, always right. been about how much time we get to spend with them. In and the right. story. Yeah, and I think that's my. That's kind of my major gripe with Thor Ragnarok is every time we cut back to Hela. She's not really doing anything other than like right, exactly. searching for people to kill them or telling mm-hmm. Scourge to do this or, or she, like because she already killed everybody, so she's kind of just hanging she's out, just in hanging the out, room. waiting like okay, who's next? Yeah, kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and I feel like when you have that actor, you have such a cool character, right? And right. sort of now that this character we find out is part of Thor's lineage, there are really cool things that you can do and scenarios yeah. that you can set up. But because you know, because Thor is like on the other side of the universe on Sakar, mm-hmm. he's interacting with Thor and Valkyrie and Loki. We don't really get that because we're spending a lot of the time with 
Thor. Yeah. And, Did anybody and care that she resurrected all the old legendary, all the old legendary heroes? Nope. They no. were just skeletons. No. They were yeah. just a fo- skeleton fodder for it people. Felt like to, the mummy. Did anybody <laughs> care that she resurrected her her prime pet, her wolf, her what's oh, it yeah, called? Fenris? Fenris. Yeah, Fenris. Fenris. Wolf, yeah. yeah. The wolf was only there so Hulk could do something. Yeah. Right? Like it, it, the, the wolf served really no purpose. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's just there was things that could Pitch have been to done you a guys, lot better. Because I don't know how I feel about this yet, but we've heard rumors there will be no death. In Thanos, sorry, in Avengers Thanos Infinity War. In Thanos Infinity War, that there will be no personification of death as a new character, but instead rumors were they're setting up Hela to play to play that role, to be the goddess of death that Thanos eons ago fell in love with and has now up to this point. So now that we've seen what I'm asking is now that mm-hmm. we've seen Kate Blanchett as mm-hmm. Hela and we're all in agreement, she got the short end of the stick. Mm-hmm. Would you want her to be that role, or do you want her to be done in the Thor because Asgard blew up? I want her to be that role. She did such a good wow, job, okay. and she deserves a better treatment than she got in this movie because I think that would be very believable to have a, a, a force like like Thanos mm-hmm. to want to be with another with almost Blanchett. omnipotent force with Hela. With Kate Blanchett, who's a perfect human being? Well, yeah, yeah I mean, that makes sense. That, and, and, you know, she did a good job, but it's just... Those two opposing forces, and and it makes sense that they would want to keep that storyline because that's the, tra- that's the, tra- the traditional comic book yeah. storyline. Yeah. You Instead know? of introducing a new entity of death, before right. people go, wait, couldn't that wait? So yeah, another death hella? woman. But we don't right. we don't know. Yeah. We don't know Thanos's motivation yet, so right. they could just abandon that completely, or they can go the traditional comic book route. I yeah. want them to go the comic book route so he can snap his fingers and kill everybody. Yeah. But I don't know. Yeah. I, and it's speculation. But if they do do that, I want her to come back. Yeah. Yeah. In any case, these things, these pitches I'm giving is like it's not going to necessarily make Thor Ragnarok a better movie by mm-hmm. itself because it's not because it's Thor Ragnarok is, is Thor Ragnarok. But like in the grand scheme of the Marvel storyline, mm-hmm. it will help me if y'all do that shit the yeah. same way that yeah. like bring back Abomination and the leader from mm-hmm. the Incredible Hulk. And it makes the Incredible Hulk better because, yeah, right. you know, what I mean, because you're bringing these characters back. Agreed. But Agreed. I'd yeah. also like to maybe learn a little bit more about Valkyrie, the person. Mm-hmm. Instead of her of like people, the yeah. Valkyries, right, you know, like right, what, right. what, what she is. I want to because know what she is. you guys. I think we talked about it too. Tessa Thompson said on Twitter that the character is bisexual. Yes, mm-hmm. either in the com- like in I don't know if she was saying in the comic book she's bisexual, so X Y Z, or if she's mm-hmm. saying no, my character in Thor Ragnarok is also mm-hmm. bisexual. The scene that actually got a hint. goes into that, but right. but it's like could have gone into it more. You right. do get a little hint, but honestly. I, I I would prefer if they didn't even sexualize this character because their yeah. sexuality has nothing to do with the fact that she is, is a badass yeah. Valkyrie, you know? Like, mm-hmm. she should stand alone without sexuality because it's just like when they go up to a celebrity and they ask her who's date, who, who they're dating. It's like, I could see it that. doesn't matter. Like, what it about, really doesn't matter. What about, the idea, me. what about the idea that that woman who pushed her out of the way and took the hit was that's, like, oh, that's, her that's what I think it is. That's if it was, in fact, would that make it, if they like leaned into that more, would that make it more of like a love lost moment as opposed to sexual, you know what I'm saying? As opposed yeah. to sexuality, Absolutely. but like her partner like, oh, that's so yeah. sad. Right, and then right, we would like right. know I, more about Valkyrie. That's I don't what know. I got hints of. I would have liked of. that if they were to lead into that a little bit more. Yeah. You got hints of that too, right? I mean, yeah. yes and no. I mean... It's, more, t- it's more really yes, but you yeah. can kind of just visually the way it's shot and the way right, they sort of right. execute it, you can kind of feel that like okay, they are very close. Right, exactly. But I don't know if necessarily I'd be like, oh, they're maybe lovers. No, right, no, maybe not lovers, but you right. got the fact that there's some sort of connection some between connection. these, for these sure. two characters yeah, 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 for yeah, them yeah. to do yeah, that, yeah, yeah. and they didn't have to lean into it. And this is why I'm glad they didn't because they don't have to lean in, into anything like that at all. Mm-hmm. I'd rather just avoid the subject and have this character be standalone without having to 
I'm, I know it's it's a platform, and and you're you're you've already made a huge change with casting an African American woman in a traditionally white role. True. Like, yeah, that's true. Keep if they keep trying to just stack political statements on. At one point, it's just like, is this just almost a parody? Like, are you are you doing too much with this character? Mm-hmm. I like the fact that they just kind of like. They're just like, you know what? It's yeah. not really a big deal right now. Yeah. Let's mm-hmm. focus on Tessa Thompson being a badass. Well, I think that it's, you know, it's not a big deal. And I'm trying to think in my head right now, outside of a high school kid in Spider-Man Homecoming, who I feel like we saw this little scene where he was talking with, uh, with um, uh, not Michelle, but with Liz. We were like, oh, I think that, I think that kid's gay. Like, that's mm-hmm. a gay kid. I'm trying to think if there's any LGBT characters in any of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. And out, mm-hmm. outwardly so, I don't think there don't is. Think so. There's lots Maybe of not, no. you know the traditional sort of romance stories. Obviously, there's a thread throughout love, love wins, all that shit is is there when it's you know man and woman, man and woman. So I you know I wonder if it's something that the Marvel movies are lacking. I mean, I feel like they. I mean, they are lacking. It is that. lacking. It's lacking. It is, it is something that they should. But should I would do. like for it to be done right and given exactly. and given right. it justice instead not of not just like, like a side story. Right. Because sure. I mean, right now they're they're following kind of what is the traditional take of these characters mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. Pepper and Tony, Ant Man yeah. and the Wasp. Yeah. You know all that kind of. I mean, stuff. like this is a this is a far out example, but there's a new version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming up, mm-hmm. and April O'Neil. Guess what? She's black. Holy oh, red. Yeah. And so Raphael's the leader. And Raphael's the leader. I'm not into that. Oh. Yeah. So it's, but it's different. Leonardo it's is take. Jason Schwartz from Parks and Rec. Yes. And he's also so, one of the younger brothers in this interesting. one. Yeah. So I'm going like, to check it out. It's, it's going to be cool. It's turtles. It's gonna be, but, you know, like, it, <laughs> yeah. it's cool to have, like, focus on one thing. Like, don't mm-hmm. try to, like, scatter it because, first of all, you're adding this in a movie that's already got huge ambitions and you're already asking us to, like, stretch a lot, so of we, a lot of what we think. And yeah. so... Mm-hmm. I think they played it just right, yeah. but I mean, I'm I'm not gay, you know, so I don't mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it right. could have been really important for for totally. somebody. Sure, totally. But I but they could still do like a better job of what we're talking about. I in would, the, like there's the 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 future's still open. Like it's Lady gonna happen. This is a great place mm-hmm. to kind of to like lean into that more. Right. Again, there's I, gonna I, be a ton of women in it. You, how do you keep saying Lady Liberators? Straight. It's such a terrible it's name. If you keep it's saying it, it's gonna stick. That's only the audience is gonna. A force. They know what we're talking about. They're not gonna know what we're talking about. A force, man. A force. Lady Liberators. That's how they pitched it. Do some right. research. It's A force. I know. I know. They're gonna look it up. Man. Oh, it's, it's the one with all the women. Oh, it's yeah. what Adam was talking the, about. Uh, yeah. The other thing that I that I was hugely disappointed with that we didn't get a chance to talk about in the non spoiler review was I was not that emotionally. I didn't really care about Odin's death. Oh no! And oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that not at all. Sucks hard because yeah. mm-hmm. I love I love Anthony Hopkins. Absolutely. So 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 and it's so not much. Anthony's we all fault. do. And I actually I really love the character of Odin. Same. I think the way that he played that character, he's a very tough as nails father, mm-hmm. but he is the all father. He has so right. much weight on his show, so much responsibility. Yeah. But he also has these beautiful touching moments where mm-hmm. he really shows his soft side and his, mm-hmm. and his comforting side to Thor and to Loki, mm-hmm. who's yeah. not even his real son. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And I love that about Odin. Oh, when, yeah. because when they both show up, he goes, my sons. Exactly. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and I like love that. Yeah. I love for sure. that. Yeah. And I feel like we just, I just didn't get the payoff that I wanted to. And I really wanted to like feel yeah. for those two when they I'll lost give you that. Odin. You know what was weird about that scene? In that same scene, when they're on a cliffside in Norway. Yeah. Hella shows up and breaks Thor's hammer. In the yeah. trailers, she did that in like a New York City block right. with some apartment buildings. They changed that. They changed I mean, that. And, so, and even when they show Thor at the end of the trailers, he has both eyes 
showing lightning and in, in the movie where he one. does that yeah in the movie Patch. where he does that he uh, spoiler he loses his he loses oh his yeah eye. oh yeah and when he gets the odin force he might resurrect it i don't know what Maybe. but that was another <laughs> part of my resurrect his eyeball because yeah, that's another part of my theory the trailer for infinity war he also has two eyes Really? When he crash, crashes into the uh, mm. Milano. He's got both well, eyes. that might be a thing where they're like, let's not spoil that. Sure. Yeah, let's exactly. Not, for this audience. Like, and we'll CG that in later. Right, yeah. right. Is I don't know. Those things? I don't know. Anyway, about Odin's death. But I agree right, with you, you're Adam. Right, you're, you're right. You're, right. Yeah. you're 100% and, right. Uh, I didn't get yeah. to sink my teeth into that relationship. I felt, I felt more for Frigga's death. Yes, uh, Rene Russo in Thor The Dark World. Another because the one moment in that movie that I like. That's the one moment in Thor The Dark World that I remember that I'm like, Fuck, really? Loki yeah. reacts. I mean, yes. they all there's and then there's mourning and then right. you know there's the whole right. little scene where mm-hmm. she goes off the edge of infinity yeah. and yes. becomes stardust and yeah. So exactly. we 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 lived in that moment and Odin's was like, let's get this out of the way to get to Sakaar to get right. to uh mm-hmm. you know Ragnarok. Let's yeah. have Hela destroy shit. Yeah. Yeah. So right. yeah, bummer. How did you guys feel about the, the tone of the movie? Did you feel like there was comedy for comedy's sake? Do you feel like it fit well? Do you think that they should have hit some of the more dramatic tones harder? Our homie plays a Red Ranger. Peter Sidarso mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. came in and said last week that it felt like a superhero improv show. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily disagree. I think that when good improv is good improv, it kills. It's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the, the the line famously, Hulk is like raging fire, Thor like smoldering, smoldering fire. fire. That was an improv from Mark yep. Ruffalo, and mm-hmm. it made Thor chuckle, mm-hmm. and I love that moment. Mm-hmm. But there's also improvs chuckle. that didn't hit. Yeah. There's also comedy that didn't hit. Mm-hmm. Like every... Marvel movie up to this point, most superhero movies that have had jokes and comedy, you know, it's all it all works to varying degrees. It's all subjective, blah, 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 blah. I really like the tone because I feel like the emotional stuff could have been more emotional, but they leaned on the safe side of we're going to knock the comedy out of the park mm-hmm. with Taika Waititi. Out of the park. We're going to have you crying laughing. And we are going to trick you into rooting for Thor mm-hmm. by the end of this because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that was... I, that's what I wanted, and it was such a change of pace from the previous yeah. two Thor movies. And we talked about how this is going to be, how it's going to feel, and with repeat, the, re, repeat viewings. Yeah. This is my favorite Thor film. I dug the humor, and again, when Taika's humor was in there and it worked, I was so happy Taika directed this. Absolutely. I was never there was never a point, even when a joke did not hit at all, mm-hmm. was I like, I wish Taika Waititi didn't do this. Yeah. I wasn't there, yeah. but you know, I, I know that a lot of people are going to be saying it, it's just going to feed into the idea that Marvel movies are for kids, mm-hmm. that DC mm-hmm. movies are for serious adults mm-hmm. who like their superhero characters wearing costumes mm-hmm. to take it very seriously mm-hmm. and they will believe that Disney, Marvel, kids, Disneyland, sell toys, blah, 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 that there's no, there's nothing of merit <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. So it's a bummer that that's going to do that, but I fucking like Thor. I, yeah, I like exactly. the I, I worked for I don't, I don't think it's a bummer because when you think about it as well, they took a risk. Like I kept saying, they took a risk with Taika with changing such with changing so drastically from going to a Lord of the Rings style to a flight of the Concords, hmm. come for the wilder people, <laughs> what we do in the shadows type humor where you're like, this is out of left field, yeah. but it worked for me. Like I agree with you, Hector. There was some jokes that were just kind of sure. like, eh, whatever. Mm-hmm. They weren't bad enough to where they knocked me out of the movie though. They were just like, mm-hmm. okay, people tell bad jokes sometimes and they don't always hit, you know? Hector sure. isn't always funny. I'm not. Most yeah. of the time. You handle 2018. Hector's not. Somebody's going to have that Twitter handle Updated. and fucking tweet at me. Thanks a lot. You know that's going to happen. Somebody's going to be like, Hector isn't always that funny. Tweeted at Hector is funny. Like, hey, hi. And I'm going to be like, cool. Thanks. Oh, this son of a bitch. I'll accept your friend request, uh, but know that. People are going to think you're being an asshole because they haven't seen <laughs> this video. Absolutely. But. 
Overall, I, this movie left me wanting more, and I wanted more of what Taika was giving us. I wanted more mm. Korg. I wanted more Meek. I wanted definitely more Hulk. I wanted everything that they were giving us, and, and to me, that's the sign of a good movie. Whenever I leave a concert, I'm always like, damn, I wish it was longer. I wish, it, I wish they could have done like 10 more songs, yeah. and that's the way I left this movie. Mm. You know, It wasn't the strongest. It mm -hmm. was definitely the best Thor movie. Mm -hmm. It was definitely wasn't better than Wonder Woman, wasn't better than Spider-Man Homecoming, but I think it was a really, really solid addition into the Marvel Cinematic mm -hmm. Universe. Adam, what do you think, man? Yeah, totally. I mean, I I think totally, for the most part, it worked for me. I think, like you guys are saying, some of the comedy really worked. Mm -hmm. Some of the comedy didn't work for me. There's also this thing that, and, I, and it's been happening in the last couple Marvel movies. I think it's really been with the last, with all three this year. Mm -hmm. They try to hit a comedic beat, and then they try to sit on it for too long. Yeah. I love the opening scene with Surtur. I really did not like the fact that like he makes a joke about hold on, hold on, I'm spinning around, hold on, okay, okay, hold on, it's happening again. I'm like, just hit it, just, just hit it once and walk away. Exactly. Just wait. It's, it's wait. this whole thing of like yeah. lingering and lingering this and lingering humor. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I, I think that that stuff is funny when you do it once and it's in and out. But I think mm -hmm. when you try to do it once and you try to do it again and again, I'm like, just like I'm done with this. See. That's that's what the that's what the beginning scene with Surtur that, felt like to that's, me. That's what it feels. That's like. That's what it felt long. like, and I was like, mm -hmm. I don't need this. Yeah. Get to it. Get to it. Get to the yeah. movie. Get to the movie. Mm -hmm. I want to know like what Surtur's plan. What is he doing here? What? Why is Thor here? All this mm -hmm. kind of stuff. That being said, even though I did not like that sort of humor when it happened in the movie, it usually is surrounded by something that I love. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. I love that opening fight scene with mm -hmm. Thor and Surtur, mm -hmm. and where he where he summons Clancy all Brown. those like all those Clancy Brown is Surtur is yes. metal as fuck. So perfect. Good. It was so perfect. good, and it felt very comic booky. That's yeah. that's how a comic book would open, you know, like yeah. Thor, Thor just like knocking the crown off of Surtur mm -hmm. and taking it home. He's like, oh, I just got back from this amazing mission, my, you know, like that's the kind of thing yeah. you see. I would say my my favorite. I think the comedy for me worked the most when it was between Banner and Thor, Hulk and mm -hmm, Thor. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I thought that worked Great really, chemistry. really well. They had such good Korg chemistry. Korg for me yeah. was the best. Cor yeah, like yeah, I, I yeah. like the scenes that that Korg had with Thor. I thought oh, like man, it's just like a weird circle, man. I <laughs> saw that. I saw weird. that at Comic Con, and I and I thought it was really, really. <laughs> funny. My favorite Korg moment was when Loki disappears, and then like a solid minute later, Korg comes in and like kicks the wall, like yeah, trying get to out of here, you trying ghost. to kick Loki. You ghost. <laughs> get yeah. out of here, you weird yeah. ghost. Oh, he's gone, man. Yeah, it's so just, good. It's yeah. so good. It's good. Yeah, and so I love that. Like, kind there of are humor. there are those there are those moments that I'm like, some of it really worked for me, mm -hmm. some of it didn't, and some like, I don't want to say it took me out of the movie, but. I was a little irritated by it. Honest, yeah. If I'm being honest, you be, you, you're aware of it. Be, yeah. yeah. And and I and I feel like it was them trying to be like, we got to keep it funny. We got to keep mm -hmm, it funny. It's mm -hmm. like you don't have to keep it funny. You, no, you, you don't. sprinkle in some yeah. jokes. You sprinkle in some comedy. Mm -hmm. When it works, it works great. I loved it when when like Hulk and Thor had some comedic moments. It worked for me. Even Scourge, where he has certain moments, so where I'm funny. Like, this is great. And Scourge's epic machine gun thing yes. at the end, where he sacrifices himself. Oh, I could not himself. stop laughing. It worked for me. It was I so could funny, not stop but it worked for me. Where I was like, this is a cool little. Yeah. With the very little time we spent with him and seeing yeah, him regret yeah. being an executioner, I felt and like how it worked proud enough. he was of those machine guns. Yeah. Totally. Then I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. I really like that. And even like, I love the Matt Damon cameo. I love the Matt Damon, yeah. uh, Luke Hemsworth, and Sam Neill cameo. Absolutely. I thought so that was so funny. I thought that really Perfect. like worked for that scene. Mm -hmm. It was 
very much a moment of being like we're very self-aware and yeah. we understand like what this, again was. stanley cameo another great stanley cameo because yes. like, hold still i think it was the best stanley cameo because he was a barber yeah, 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 yeah. and he's yeah. the one that did yeah. you know so yeah. that was always also again really smart because the stanley cameos are so tough to do because it will take you out of the movie totally 100 percent of the time it will remind you this is stanley you're watching a marvel movie this is a comic book thing it's all fake it's all blah, 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 blah. And i think because it's stan lee i'm kind of like oh you gotta we, put it we in. love you him of to. course no yeah, i'm yeah, not yeah. saying don't do it no, but no, it's no. it's all about where do you place the yes, cameo yes you know so cameo placement in this was pizza chef yeah, yeah. Very good. <laughs> pizza very good. Good. Yes. all right let's wrap this up yo overall I, I i do like the movie a lot i there are some things that i don't like about the movie but i do think it's a solid entry in the marvel cinematic universe i love the fact that taika waititi was the one that made this movie and even though it's not, it's my favorite Thor movie. It's not my favorite MCU movie. Sure. No. I would love to see him come back and maybe do something else with a different character. Mm -hmm. Maybe even tackle something that's like not necessarily directly connected to the MCU. Yeah, a little offbeat. Like, yeah, a little offbeat. Maybe a Netflix thing. I don't know. Whatever yeah. it is, I yeah. would love to see him come back and do something else. I think he was great. Mm -hmm. uh, but overall, fun, really fun movie. Uh, I think some of the comedy, again, some of it hits, some of it doesn't. But it was great. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's it. I already wrapped up what I'm saying. So yeah, I and I repeat myself. I want to see it again. I want to see how I feel about everything again for yeah. the second yeah. time. Had such a good time, and I am also really looking forward to the day that I meet the person. that's like, I know it's not the best, but my favorite MCU movie is Thor Ragnarok. Because I'm gonna be like, yeah. that's fucking cool, man. Let's and, talk about that. And my dude. second best is Ant Man. Yeah, <laughs> right? yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like yeah, that, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's yeah. great. But overall, right. go watch the movie. Yeah, You'll enjoy. It's yeah. a good time yeah, for sure. Let us know. Uh, I think we already mentioned the last review. 3D, mm, not for, not for me. Oh, oh very much for me. Go see it in 3D, <laughs> oh, or the, or the, in, or the medium will die. <laughs> so well, you know, for whatever the fuck you want to do, do whatever you want to do. I'm gonna say watch. The 3D. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. Oh, you, oh, you asshole. Bitch. Great. <laughs> Guys, let us know in the comments below what you thought about Thor Ragnarok. Since it's a spoiler video, feel oh, free to post this just in Thor now. 4 coming out, and in it'll 3D. be flat. No, it'll be oh, flat because we killed him. it. We killed it. But Hector, also, it's not our the visual fault, effects industry is not our bust. Yeah. It's, it's not going bust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not our fault. Uh, Hector, we're here. We'll find you another night. You can find me at home watching 3D movies. I just <laughs> got is not funny. War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I got Spider-Man Homecoming. Great 3D movies. So good. Hector is funny. You can find <laughs> you guys want to come over and watch War for the Planet of with Hector at his apartment at L underscore Santo Taco. Mm -hmm. And you just find me at Adam Havoc. Guys, make sure you guys subscribe right here. YouTube.com slash HyperRPG. Also find us on Twitch every single Thursday doing Hyperheroes Live now at 9 p.m. on Thursday nights. Twitch.tv slash HyperRPG. We'll catch you in the next review. 